Hey everybody, I'm Eddie Starr, and this is the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Class is now in session. This is where the music and culture that shaped a generation live on, and my own path through the world of rock and roll. In 1987, Susie and the Banshees took me through the looking glass and introduced me to The Passenger, a song written by Iggy Pop and Ricky Gardner and appearing on Iggy Pop's 1977 album, Lust for Life. Susie and the Banshees' version of The Passenger was very bright. They had added horns, and they did a great job with that song, but there was a very optimistic and positive tone to the song. And for some reason, which, you know, nobody really knows, but some songs just resonate with you in a certain way. And I, I love that album. Through the Looking Glass is, is a great album of cover songs that they did and i will put a link in the description box below so that you can check that out and i'm sure it'll be the subject of a future podcast but after reviewing the liner notes i realized Ziggy pop had written the passenger and a friend of mine had told me about the idiot and lust for life and the whole bowie thing in berlin in the late 70s which was 10 years previous and uh i went out of course to look for those albums which were out of print at that time I did manage to find Less for Life in a record store in Long Beach, California, which I paid $100 for, which was well worth it. And listening to that record, well, you have Ricky Gardner, uh, you have the monstrous rhythm section of Hunt and Tony Sales, who would later go on to work with Bowie and Tin Machine, uh, Carlos Alomar, and uh, it's a great album. I did hear The Idiot later on, and I thought I, I really didn't care for that record as much as I do Less for Life, because Less for Life to me is really Iggy Pop. You can really hear him stepping into his own. And, you know, you have songs like, of course, Less for Life and Success. And both those songs have, they're very hopeful notes, hopeful notes in them, lyrically. And then you have darker songs like Some Weird Sin. The Passenger, in its own way, has its element of melancholy and a bit of darkness to it, and the very simplicity of the production. If anything, listening to that record convinced me that less is more when it comes to being in the studio. In 1976, Bowie took Iggy Pop on his Station to Station tour. And then they relocated to Berlin to allegedly get off drugs and sort of, I guess you could say, get their lives and careers together. 
Bowie had arranged for Iggy Pop to sign with his management, and then the management arranged to deal with RCA and The Idiot and Lust for Life were put out. And the interesting thing about that time period is that it laid the groundwork for their both their future success. Uh, Bowie in 1983 with his Let's Dance album would score a big hit with China Girl, which of course was off The Idiot and greatly assisted Iggy at that time financially. And then in 1984, the album Tonight and Neighborhood Threat from that time period as well. So it's it's interesting how all of that worked out. I've been a fan of Iggy Pop since his Stooges. His Stooges work was really the biggest influence on me, as a lot of people try and find a punk that wasn't in, you know, influenced by the Stooges and Iggy. But uh, I did cover I Want to Be Your Dog with my first band, Eddie Star and the Zero Effect. And you can hear our live version. We never did a studio version, but there's a live version you can hear on the B-side of the single for the song 2017. And I'll put a link in the description box below so you can check that out. Also, you will not have to go out and look for The Idiot and Lust for Life like I did and go on the great tour of indie record stores and record shows. Because Universal is putting out a seven CD box set on, I think, May 29th with all the studio albums, alternate tracks, alternate mixes, concert performances, books, notes, everything including the kitchen sink. The Idiot and Lust for Life are also being reissued separately in two CD sets, I assume with the usual bonus material. So check that out. I highly recommend both these albums. This time in Berlin that Bowie and Iggy Pop had sort of represents a liminal space artistically. Both of them were reinventing themselves and I think just like a lot of that material laid the foundation for Bowie's success in the 80s, that time period and the material that Iggy Pop recorded then has also continually bubbled up throughout his career, Uh, whether it be the numerous covers many artists have done of The Passenger. I mean, I found the song through Susie and the Banshees and their great cover, of course. And then there was less for life, which was used in the train spotting soundtrack, which brought him a lot of attention. Here's a couple other facts regarding less for life. When RCA released the first single, well, they released uh, the song success as the first single with the B side as the passenger, which 
is really <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, the, I love the song success. It's, uh, as I've mentioned before, a note of optimism, but the passenger is a great song and it's Iggy pops, probably one of his most known songs. So the idea of putting it as a B-side, to me, it reminds me of uh, the situation with the arrows where I love rock and roll was the B-side <laughs> until Joan Jett found it and uh, made it a number one song in 1982. Also, Bowie, Iggy Pop and Colin Thurston produced Less for Life and they used the pseudonym the Bewley Brothers, which, of course, was the final track on David Bowie's Hunky Dory. So, anyway, thank you for taking this journey through the looking glass with me, and uh, I'll leave it there. Thank you for listening, subscribing. Don't forget to click the bell so you get notifications. And I'll see you next week. Eddie Starr's College of Rock and Roll Knowledge is a production of Ton Up Incorporated. Copyright 2020 Ton Up Incorporated.